I'm Talking, episode 69 for August 11th, 2019. This is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast, where I share my thoughts on a topic that has piqued my interest this past week. This week, we're talking present. As I often do as I speak of a word topic for the week, I have to calibrate the listener so that they understand where I'm coming from. And this week is no different. So the opposite of present is absent. And in our society today, and maybe it's always been this way, but I feel like there's a wider variety of polls and a multiple number of distractions on our time, on our ability to be present and to be there, to be aware, to be engaged. And it's a practice that we have to take on to actually be present. I don't really know that I have a lot of answers for how to be present, except to maybe minimize distractions is a good place to start. But I did have a good teacher this week about what it means and what it looks like to be present. And as some of you may know, I have a granddaughter. I believe I've spoken about her in the past, and she's about two and a half, a little bit older than that. And this week, she taught me what it means to be present. She showed me what it means to be available, to be engaged in her life and her activities, and it was a great lesson to learn. My granddaughter's teaching comes in two modes. Uh, one mode is, hey, Jipa, what are you doing? Can I come with you? Hey, Jipa, what are you doing? Can I help you? So she just wants to be present, and she wants to be with me, and she wants to be near me, and and that's an awesome feeling as a grandparent to have that available, and for your granddaughter, even though young, to still want to be with you. Um, and the other that method that she uses to teach me about being present is, come to my room, come and watch TV with me come to my house and I have to do my homework. And she crawls under my desk and plays on the iPad. And it's, do you want to do this with me now? Grab this and play with me now. So there's two modes to her present need. And that is to be with me and her desire for me to be with her. And the most precious lesson that I learned as she spent a few days with us this week is, after she woke from every nap, she would find me and she would say, Jipa, I missed you. And just because she was asleep, I had not gone anywhere. I was right there. I might have been in the kitchen where she was asleep in the living room or she is asleep in her bedroom and I'm in the living room. But I'm within 20, 30 feet of her. But when she wakes up, Jipa, I missed you. Those are awesome lessons about being present. One thing that I've learned is the desire for someone to be present is not just part of being a toddler or a young child. The desire for people to be present in your life is something that goes with you at every age. There's always a desire in 
side of us that wants people to be present, people that we love. We may be people that provide information in a larger group setting. We want the people that are listening to us to be present, to be engaged. We may spend time with our children. We want them to be present and engaged with what we're doing. We know that our children want that from us. When we are older adults, we may neglect spending time with our parents, and yet we desire their time to be with us just as much as they desire to spend time with us as older adult children. So I don't think it ever goes away. And I think there's a few reasons for that. And I think being present demonstrates care. It shows how much you care about an individual. It also demonstrates commitment, your ability to put things aside and commit your presence to the person that you are spending time with. And at the end of the day, I think it demonstrates unconditional love. In conclusion, though I have not provided many ways to improve your ability to be present, I think learning from my granddaughter, learning from other people in our lives, the value of our presence in a given situation is much higher than we often recognize, and we have a choice to make to put aside distractions, to put aside our own desires, and to be present with someone who desires that from us. At the risk of ending a second podcast in as many weeks with a pun, I just can't help myself. So here goes. Often, the best present is to be present. See what I did there? Until next week, this is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast.